wrestling is hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email questions and complaints. Wrestling is hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. Good evening. Let's go, birds. Let's go, birds. How much, go birds. More, money, how much more money did you put on them? None. I maxed out. I'm not touching it. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not touching that anymore. I'm not touching anything else. I asked my wife, I want to do prop bets. I asked my wife, who do, what song do you think Rihanna will start with? I was like, what do you think it's going to be? She's going to start with the only Rihanna song I know. I don't know what Quark, 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 quark. I believe that's Rihanna, right? I don't know. I wish I knew Rihanna songs. I mean, I sound ignorant as hell. I know, Umbrella. Oh, I know Umbrella. Oh, that's a pitch. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. It's why well, I mean, you know, it's when you hear it a million times, everything becomes a pits. Yep. You touching any uh any bot block pools, anything for the Super Bowl? Me? Girl Crest. Either of you guys. Either I think of you. The, uh, I usually enter the Bardo one, but I think it's sold out. Yeah. I uh will lose, so no. I don't I've win. Hit Very rarely much. do I hit bets, so I, I stay away from them. I hit I hit that um time the Giants won the uh the Patriots, and I picked the Giants with points. Eli Manning is go. my favorite football player <laughs> for like a three-year <laughs> period. I love that guy. I was a quick a, a Giants fan for like three years. Awesome. You see who the you see who the real maniacs are when this Super Bowl gambling comes out. Um, like that bar you referenced, Bardo was doing like thirty-dollar blocks. Mm-hmm. But then I'll be on looking at Instagram and like Freshworks Port Richmond is doing like a five hundred dollar. A box block pool or something around every every three minutes. It's like so fucking bum asses. Maniacs out there. It's like I'm gonna give a forty thousand dollar block pool running out of a, a hoagie shop in Portage. Yeah. yeah, there was a, a you know, we used to for a little while there, you know, rolling dice was like a gimmick with my friends. Roll some dice, okay. play a couple bucks on each. And then you started to get these guys that were going and dropping like fucking twenty dollars a bet on dice. Fifty dollars. I'm like, it's like this ain't even fun anymore. You people look like fucking maniacs. Get the hell out of here. So yeah, you the, drug, the drug dealer and some other guy <laughs> are the only people hanging out there. And you're like, all right, I'm gonna go get another Budweiser. I'll see you guys downstairs. <laughs> Jesus so Christ, Chris, good. I excuse me. I know people that I know a friend of mine who bet a thousand dollar block pool, mm-hmm. won fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And then when, <laughs> and then he went. No, I'm good for 50 years now. I never, I can play, I can play boxes for free for 50 years. Good for him. That's yeah. like a, yeah, he's yeah, like, I you play it every year. For the first year, he's like, I won 100. I won 50 grand the first year, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I probably. And the guy's like, you know, 72, mm-hmm. and I think he won it when he was like 65. He's like, I mean, what am I going to get down if I lose every year? What am I going to get down to 35,000 before I drop dead? I'm fine. I came out ahead. What are you doing with 50K, Jimmy? Cash. Oh, I'm just uh, buying a bunch of stardom um, uh, cards in their card game. I'm just going to drop and get some coins <laughs> so I can buy the cards in their video card game. Nothing you want. I'm going to uh, fly to WrestleMania. Yeah, you want to do. No, yeah. Put in my fucking mortgage, though. The re- retirement right. fund. I can pay off my truck. Oh, there you go. And what the would you do, Brandon? Fifty thousand dollars. What are you doing? You put it all on the birds? Put it all on NFTs. I mean, obviously, I would do the boring shit that you guys said. But fifty thousand dollars, if I if you exclude all of that, 
I'm trying to think. I, there's a certain portion of it that's getting regambled. I would probably say like 2,500 to 5,000. I'm gonna just do whatever the fuck I want with. It's free money. Maybe not gambling necessarily in the traditional sense, but I'm gonna do something nonsensical with that. Uh, probably disappear for like two months. Go to like one of those really cheap countries like Thailand. Then I and probably get some ridiculous like uh, diesel pickup truck or something. There you go. I think that's my. my What's the idea of disappearing to Thailand, big fan? Once you get Gary Glitter, yeah, the Gary Glitter. Yeah, (laughs) me and Gary are gonna be hitting up the teens. You're too old for Gary. Sorry, bud. Yeah, man. I got, I got what I would do. Yes, good. Pay off my truck. Yes. Okay. What is something that wouldn't be boring? Steroids. Okay, steroids. There you go. Steroids and testosterone replacement therapy. 100%. Yeah, fuck it. Swollen cock and swollen arms. I'd go go with testosterone replacement therapy first and see how that worked out. And if that didn't give me the immediate results that I desired, immediately we'd go into like, you know, like an Anivar, like a a steroid light. Not like liver king steroids. All right. There you go. Like, yeah, definitely do. That's a good idea. Medical novelty shit maybe i get hair plugs like really good ones like tom brady hair plugs like george costanza when he has the uh the wig yeah just like, exactly, no, like, yeah. like, like the guy that sells him the wig yeah the guy that sells it though yeah <laughs> i gotta admit jim on this uh, computer here your hair looks a little bit like that guy that sells it give me one of these jim <laughs> how'd you like to say <laughs> Yeah, it kind of looks like a toupee. Oh, God. There you go. Well, this is what you do. They <laughs> look mode. way better now. Go back to ghoul mode. I have a dog that won't poop outside. He's getting there. Working its way towards the back door to take a shit or front door or whatever. Well, he goes outside. He fights me the whole time because he's a big, bad baby. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, he walks down the street. I have to drag him. A little bit. Not, you know, not drag him, but, like, I have to pull him to get him mm-hmm. to move. But, man, when we turn around and go back to the house, I'll be, like, a block and a half away. Just books. He's like, I know where I'm going. Can't wait to go home and take a shit on the floor. And then he poops on the floor. Yeah. Aww. We're getting there with him. He's good. Nice. He's sitting right next to me right now. Is he a little run. fart machine again? Yeah, he's, still, he's not as bad as he was. We, My wife bought a different food for him. And, um, oh, and, and, and uh, on a different topic, let me just say this advice to anybody out there that's in a relationship or married, uh, when your significant other is, um, watching the Grammys and, uh, no matter how big a fool LL Cool J is making out of himself on stage, don't mock it relentlessly or you'll get yelled at. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I'm just saying it. I learned that lesson. Personal don't make experience. Fun of people. Shut the fuck up. Um, my wife is very defensive of these people she does not know. I got his thing. I just keep my mouth shut. You know what the thing is about these shows? I I I, I can't abide a phony. Well, they are all, all fucking phonies. Yeah, they are. No. But uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, my wife bought him a different kind of food. Um, and he went through a little gastrointestinal issues, but he's he's that back. Is. He's on and he's doing fine. He's happy. He sleeps all day long. Yeah. I thought maybe maybe the. Farts were like a trigger. Like when I start farting real bad, I know I got to go take a dump. It's all day long with him. It doesn't matter. I mean, really? it, you know, he's 11 pounds, so his turds are like an ounce. 
All right. You know what I mean? So it's not like I got a friggin' Siberian Husky running around here spraying diarrhea on my walls. <laughs> These turds are like a pencil. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not that big a deal. We'll get mostly it. solid. Yeah. He's getting there. It's all solid. Yeah. yeah. All right. Doing better than us. I got you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely better than me. I was up in the middle of the night taking a shit. Processing all that K-pot meat for my Oof. holiday party. Good Ugh. stuff. Korean hot pot. You got yeah. a hot, hot pot, crock pot going in your Oh, hell yeah. I was, oh. man, oh, I smelled like meats. Oh, it was so good. Eat mm-hmm. so many prawns. How many prawns you eat this week, Chris? None. Okay. <laughs> Are you talking about the things in the front row of a chessboard? No, they're prawns. Not uh, prawns. No prawns. No prawns, no prawns. All right. On a lighter note, um, Lanny Poffo died. Chris, thoughts on Lanny Poffo? Um, we were t- I was talking about him with something else. So uh, this is a guy. Hold on, real, who, real fast. If you're watching on YouTube, look, I just got to ask listeners and watchers on YouTube, how do you feel every time I talk about somebody dying, I immediately start smiling? <laughs> I just realized that. I start laughing as soon as I talk about somebody dying. These people are bad people. I don't know why it gives me a little giggle. I'm morbid. Chris, go ahead. For years of us, you know, let, let people a little behind the scenes here. Years of us uh, actually, like, texting each other, so-and-so, dead. <laughs> so I think it's just part of that inside joke that you and I have. I've always been very cavalier about it. I think you are, too. So I don't get devastated by these things. They happen. So there's, you just got to move on. But uh, I hope Lenny, I hope people are laughing when I'm dead. <laughs> I don't want them crying. Who cares? Good. Uh, Lenny Poffo. So yeah, I mean, you know, I, I really don't. There's not much to say, right? I mean, he was around forever, but he never really did much. He's a uh, genius. We were, but we were talking about this a while back. Uh, no, I, it's not. I was talking about it with somebody the other day when I found that he died. I was talking about it with a friend of mine. I said because he brought up the genius. Right. And he was going to be a heel and he was going to fight Hulk Hogan as the genius. And I believe the genius actually got a win over Hogan at one point because Mr. He, did. he had a run interfered. But to me, it was very strange because I looked at I looked at him. I was thinking about it the other day and it was a guy who his original gimmick when I the first time I saw him was leaping Lenny Poffo. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like, you know, the 80s high flyer. He was better than anybody else. Did that flying head scissors, which I think is awesome. People should still do it. I don't, I don't know why they don't. But it's like airplane spin, giant swing, flying head scissors. But um, he, uh, you know, we talk about how, like, everybody has a role to fill on the card. And this dude felt, filled a great role as that character. He came out babyface, which is horrible. If you're a mid-carder babyface, nobody gives two shits about you. He came out, he read a poem that basically eviscerated his heel opponent on the back of a Frisbee, yeah, chucked the Frisbee into the audience, That's a right? Weird thing. He eviscerated it, he kind of got over on, on the heel, and then the heel annihilated him. I mean, it's basically what happened in every match. Right. That's not a bad fucking role to be in. You're, you know, you're on there with A-list heels all the time because they beat you up on their way going up to die to have Hogan kill them. Yes. And send them packing. Not a bad position. And, and like, I mean, no, I guess as a, an older man knowing, understanding a little bit more about the world, not much, but a little bit more than I did as a young person. Do you just refer to yourself as an older man? Well, I mean, I'm 
past middle aged. You're not older. When am I? I'm past middle age. You're middle age. That's middle. Right, middle age. The middle age. There you go. Not young. You date yourself a little bit too much. You're much younger than you think you are. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. I guess so. But anyway, um, maybe it's because I feel like the world passed me by. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did I text you the other yesterday or Sunday? Every other word out, other something, every other question out of every other thing that I said to Jimmy was or to to my wife was, who is this person? <laughs> On the Grammys, I legit didn't know how anybody was. Who is this person? So anyway, I'm already great, there. And it, a great, like, continue to trend like, younger. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Right? You think about it. It's like, uh, he was at the time when I was a kid watching that, when I was a little kid watching that, it was like, oh, this guy just gets beat up. He sucks. But you know, when you become an, old, an adult and you realize how like things kind of would work, you probably get paid a decent amount of money. Yeah. He was probably doing this. I mean, I don't know the backstory of the Poffo family, but I'm assuming yeah. that he was probably still working the circuit down in the Midwest, like St. Louis or wherever the yeah, fuck they were. Yeah, they were Tennessee. Right. They were the other Probably Tennessee doing that, family. and then he would come up and work WWE yeah. once in a while, get a paycheck. Train dudes. I don't know. Blow Vince and then go back down there. And, his, you know, Randy brought him everywhere. Because mm-hmm. he was in WCW when Randy was there. Randy always said, listen, I'll, he would pay, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, he would pay, uh, he would pay Lenny Poffo out of his own pocket. So. I think Brandon's got a surprise coming. Yeah, something going on behind his head. <laughs> something going on. Slower. Um, Brandon, you got any thoughts on the genius Lenny Poffo? I was making my screen like, yeah, uh, one of the great self-suckers of all time, the auto, auto fellatio king, Lady Poffo. I was trying to, Wikipedia has a very funny, like, medical drawing image of a guy sucking his own dick, uh, sitting in a chair bent over, but that might get this take, taken off of YouTube. Wait, but. what is this? Lady Poffo. If you type it. He okay. type in auto fellatio with the image, but yeah, Lady Poffo, that's the only thing I know about him is that he could suck his own dick. Is that what the, is that the rumor? Is that yeah, real? He, there's like an interview of it. He admitted it. It was like a party yes, trick. I'm him. so flexible, I can suck my own cock. Hickory dickory dock. You guys Great. think am I, I'm the only one that knew this? I had no idea. I'm the only one that cared. I'm down. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're, I guess so. You don't care if, if somebody can self-suck? I think pretty cool. I, oh, my God. I would never leave Dallas. Good. Anyway, people like you need to stay home. I, I, well, I wouldn't do it in <laughs> public. Mix, sure. You can't mix in public. Could you imagine like waiting for the bus? The bus is taking so long. Yeah, what am I going to do? I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> um, one. Remember when Chris you just pull off Randy? at the last second, shoot onto the street, and just be ooh, like, ooh, ooh. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> Clean. Um. Do you? As you saw, I find something about that absolutely vile. I don't know why, because I'm in this <laughs> fucked up shit, but that one just hits a trigger. Kids eat yeah, their own boogers. I'll drink my own cum. Um, yeah, the, uh, remember when, <laughs> that, tried that, at least remember when Lanny Poffo was the color commentator for New Japan Pro Wrestling for a little bit? I don't. No. He was like the worst fit ever. I don't know how he got the gig, but he just came on and all of a sudden he was just like, yes, you can see that it, he was working. Who's he working with? I guess with he was working with Kevin Kelly. It was just fucking bizarre. No shit. So yeah, recently, you'll have to, you'll have to, this was don't remember. I'll say 2018. Yeah. So recently, yeah, like late 2018. Like they brought him in and the, the, whenever the Dutch guy was in charge, I forget what that guy's name was. Remember they did the promo where he he was 
It was the New York show. Yeah, it was 2019. He was drinking a Coca-Cola in the shower. Do you remember this? I remember the guy that ran. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Yeah, anyway, leaving Lenny Poffo. He was the color commentator for New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is absolutely fucking bizarre. All right. <laughs> Final thoughts on Lenny Poffo, Chris. Good riddance. <gasps> Brandon. I mean, fuck, who cares? I mean, it's, it's sad. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I got other things to do. Brandon, thoughts on Lenny Poffo. I think we found a sensitive spot with Chris and sucking your own penis. Sucking your own you cock. Want to... You want to make Chris gross? We figured it out. <laughs> Suck your own dick. I, it doesn't make me sick. It makes me judge you. Man, I fucking, I'd lick my own asshole. I didn't. I, I didn't know you would. Um, um, backwards, though. I would have been backwards like a fucking snail. Um, <laughs> Ouroboros. Yeah, Ouroboros. Don't Eat my own asshole. Something, will you? Hey, uh, Ibushi. Lots of news on uh, Kota Ibushi. So, Kota Ibushi is starting his own gym. I think it's $80,000 or $8,000, whatever the hell, however the hell a yen translates. You come in, you train with Kota Ibushi. Uh, there's rumors that he wants to fight Manny Pacquiao and Ryzen. Brandon, Chris, are you familiar with Ryzen? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Talks about that. Yo, he'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You can start, Chris. What, are your thoughts? what are your thoughts on Kota Ibushi and his endeavors? I mean, you know, do what you can do, right? I mean, go out there and make some money. But if he thinks he's going to fight Manny Pacquiao and fucking live, he's out of his goddamn mind. That's just goofy uh, Japanese pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, the work shoots. I don't know what Ryzen yeah, is. Yeah, who knows? Ryzen is weird. That's another one of those out there. One was like that for a little bit. Was it one's one? still around? What's the one that's in that's based out of um, like uh, Malaysia? I think that's one FC. One FC. Yeah, and I, I watched a few fights. They were airing that on TNT, but it was a week after the, the show took place. Oh, uh, gotcha. So, but it wasn't anybody you really were too interested in seeing. And I saw some shit happen in those shows. I was like, this is fucking, fucking a work. There's Come no on. way shit is real. Um, I mean, Eddie Alvarez knocked the guy out and then was in the back crying because he, he hit him after the, it was like, like an illegal hit, an illegal elbow or something. And he was in the back. It was real. They followed him into the back where he was like, you know, crying about it. <laughs> Very fucking odd, man. And if it was a work shoot, it wasn't even good. It was just weird. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is strange. I remember the one like big UFC fighter that went over there, Mighty Mouse, who was like basically undefeated in the UFC. This first time they aired him on TNT. Uh, he lost by getting soccer kicked in the head when he was down, which is like illegal in the, the UFC. <laughs> it's just like right in between basketball games on TNT, this violent end of his career by some crazy shit that they would never allow ha- to happen in America. Um, I don't, Manny Pacquiao, five foot five, 140 pounds, Kota Bushi, six foot, 205. I don't think he nothing. could do it, but there's got to be some limit there, some threshold. Yeah. Are kicks allowed? I don't know. Uh, I, I doubt Manny Pacquiao's putting himself in the ring with somebody who's not going to kick anything that he right. can lose. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 exactly. You know, I do you think it's happening? I don't think it's happening. I think it's no. bullshit. Oh, new news. Sorry, new news. Um, Jerry Lawler dying. He had a stroke. He was found face down in his. They, they called it his parking lot. I guess he's got a parking lot in front of his house. <laughs> What's he live in a fucking strip mall? Lives <laughs> in a strip bar, probably. Yeah. <laughs> 
So he might be dead as we're recording. Brandon, thoughts? The King, uh, yeah, what a, one of the creepiest guys of all time. But the thing with uh, Andy Kaufman's pretty good. Are we eulogizing him here? Or? Yeah, Stro- he's dead strokes, yet, basically. He's dead. You're, you're on your way. Yeah. So, Chris? Well, you know, I mean, he is very important in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, nobody can completely tank a fucking angle with commentary like he can. So it'll be good. It's a shame to see him leave. You know, nobody could to, could suck all the fucking air out of Rhea Ripley showing up at the Royal Rumble like that fucking dude can. Nobody can completely tank a fucking foreign wrestler because they had an accent like that piece of shit can. Fuck that dude. If this, if this, if any of this gives us him not being on television ever again, it would be a fucking, it's a blessing. All right, babe. Maybe. Fuck that dude. <laughs> that fucking rapey motherfucker. He does like some children, doesn't he? Fucking sweatpants and his fucking spangled affliction shirts. Brandon, final thoughts on Jerry. Pants to work. Fuck that guy. Final thoughts of Jerry Lawler almost dead. I think Grayson's nailed it. He just killed it. All right, let's. <clears throat> Anything else you want to talk about before we talk about New Japan? Brandon, I missed. No. Um, Chris? No. All right, New Japan Pro Wrestling had their. Well, they have New Japan, New Beginning in Sapporo. We'll start with the the hot matches. Uh, Catch 22, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Catch 22 defeats just four guys. It was just two guys. It was Doki and uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, they got the crowd going here uh, towards the end. It was fun to see the clap crowd going officially here and getting into shit like this. I don't know that I got super into it, but everybody looked good, including uh, Doki and Kanemaru. Yeah, Doki looked really good. Chris, thoughts? So is, I, I'm assuming that this just four guys is because they can't call themselves Suzuki-Goon anymore. No, they're not Suzuki-Goon anymore. <laughs> they don't need it. a leader. It's just four brilliant. guys. That I love. Um, a match that I really wouldn't give two fucks about was made interesting because the fans could actually interact. So yeah, yeah, it was it was I was happy to see it. Didn't it was definitely one of the better was. better matches on this fucking card and these two cards over this weekend. Uh, definitely fun. Doki looked like a million bucks. Um, how about uh, Will Osprey defeats Tai Chi? Hot fucking crowd for this this match. Tai Chi's hometown. Brandon thought. Well, was it Tai Chi's hometown? They might have said yeah, he's that from he's the from Sapporo. Um. Yeah, we talk a lot with AEW about how they too often go to this thing where they two wrestlers that are you should be made to believe are very different in class and skill level have a really competitive match just for the sake of having an entertaining TV show. Um, I thought this was a good use of doing that, where you wouldn't expect Tai Chi to look this great against Will Ospreay, but after he got the living shit beat out of him by Kenny Omega, he's got to kind of take everyone seriously, and uh, Tai Chi really gave it to him here. Chris, on time. Yeah, I agree with Brandon on that. I don't think I can go too much further. Um, I don't know that New Japan really, they're not really ones to do the squash really ever. I mean, if it's a squash, it's a sound beating over a period of time. It's not just right. going there and fucking lose. But, um, but yeah, this is uh, this was a good match, and uh, I'd like to see this Osprey, uh, like you know, fight back up to the top. There's one thing that Japanese wrestling in general does well is that you know struggle. You gotta, that you gotta Rocky, yourself. yeah, that Rocky Years. Four montage. Yeah, yeah, it was good shit. Uh, Taichi is, uh, you know, 
for a long time, people didn't like Tai Chi. They thought he was stupid, the stupid entrance and all that stuff. I love Tai Chi. I think he was great in this fucking match. He was believable, and I thought he could beat Osprey for a little bit there. That's what you asked for, right? Correct. Singles match. Shota Umino's first big match, Tetsuya Naito, in a very sloppy match. Very, very sloppy. Uh, 30 minutes, too, which, uh, give me a fucking break with this shit. Brandon, thoughts? Oh, boy. Why was this so long? Yeah, the, the, right? Why the fuck is it 30, over 30 minutes? We're going to talk about this in a second, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to tell the story of that, like, Shota Umino isn't quite ready to, fill this role but they they did by accident <laughs> Shota definitely showed us that Chris Thompson <laughs> that's a good way of fucking putting it I don't know how to say it yeah I mean you know and you know it's I, it's it's my I like storylines that are and stories that are told over extended periods of time but it's more of the build and the and the and the and the character work and less of you don't have to give me 30 minutes on a show that's kind of like, I mean, this is kind of like, you know, I mean, is anything really going to happen? And so like no. we're, we're building towards something else. Uh, and, and the majority of the Japanese promotions do this. Stardom does it a lot where it's like, holy shit, this match is 45 fucking minutes long. And, you know, it, 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 it's good when you've built yourself up to that point. But when you're in the early, early, uh, early chapters of the story, I don't think that length is necessary. Um, and when it's a mess, like this one was, it makes it even harder to watch. Yeah, he definitely, uh, there was definitely some miscommunication in some of the stuff. And some of the stuff that, that you can't, I wouldn't put it all on Shota Umino. Tetsuya Naito looked like he missed a couple of his spots, too. Places where he had to lift up a Shota for moves and shit like that. It just seemed like they were completely out of sync. But, Can you I know, like, Brandon, like you had mentioned, it, it might be part of the story. He's not ready. He, Tetsuya Naito was... Uh, if you listen to English commentary, they were saying, like, Tetsu United was asking the ref, like, no, none of these people, people are chanting for him. They're chanting for me. They don't care about him. And they kept tying it into the story with Naito and Muda when he wrestled Keiji Mudo and Naito was, like, brand new and Keiji Mudo was just, like, beating the shit out of him the whole match. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get, if we get another matchup later in the year and then Shota gets his win. No. Chris, you were going to say? Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems to me that there are some matches in there where Naito takes this tranquilo thing into real life. Right. <laughs> it's just kind of lazy as fuck. T-shirt Naito. At least he wore a suit. Yeah, when he, when, you know, I mean, he was just like, I'm not even taking my fucking shirt off. I'm just going to wear my shitty fitting hat, my shirt, during the whole match. My Oran Yushiran hair. Yes, Oran Yushiran hair. Uh, Brandon Fowler. Yeah, I think if, if it is part of the story, it's at best just a bad uh, spot in the card and length of the match. It didn't come off that way to me, though. Yeah. Who knows? All right, uh, night two, New Japan, new beginning in Sapporo. Uh, IWGP tag team title match. The Bishiman team of Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi defeated TMDK, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste. Uh, I'll tie this together with the next match too. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Title Match: Zack Saber Jr. just defeats Tomohiro Ishii. 14 minutes and 38 seconds, 15 minute time limit. This match is fucking killer. Go ahead, Brian. First one was okay. I don't have much to say about it. The, the second one I thought was awesome. I think that they, they worked the 15 minute time limit really well. Um, 
I've got used to when I see Ishii kind of know how it's going to go. This felt a little bit fresh for him, which I did not yep. expect at all. Um, so it was interesting seeing Zack Saber put that chunky little body in all these all these holds and submissions. Um, <laughs> so it was fun. And you know, all the way down the last minute, there it looked like ZSJ was trying to survive, and then he, he pulled something off. So good. I was thinking when I was watching this, probably immediately better than any. Uh, TNT or TBS title match that I've seen from AEW in their first TV title defense. Right. Chris? I want to like to say Ishii does a fantastic job. It always has done a fantastic job. Even though you know he's going to fucking lose. You think during the match you start to maybe believe he might win. Even right. though you know he's not. You are, His hope spots a, are great, man. A moral fucking certainty that this guy is losing this match. <laughs> and while you're watching, you're like, oh, maybe? Nah. This proves what we were just talking about. We're going to talk about it with the with the title match. Dude, 15 minutes is the perfect amount of time for a fucking match. This is a title match. It was 15 minutes. We still got some slowdown. The beginning of the match, Zack Sabre Jr. bitching that Tomohiro Ishii was using techers on him. <laughs> I love when Zack Sabre Jr. is mad that someone is being being technical on him. Hi, 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 hi. The whole time. Good stuff. 15 minutes. Perfect. You know what's not perfect? 29 minutes and 42 seconds. That it was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match. Romo Takahashi defeats Yo. Entirely too fucking long. This match should have been 20 minutes. Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, I, I made it about 15 minutes for myself. I saw him come on. I just cut to the back half. And you know, with that, it was pretty entertaining. Yo looked good. Another one where the, the result was a foregone conclusion, but it was entertaining for what it was. I think that's, that's a good point. We really should... Um, make that more of a thing is enforcing shorter time limits when it's these lesser events. Chris? So I haven't I haven't given two shits about that junior title for fucking since, I don't know, it's been the same four guys wrestling yeah. for it for like 10 years now. So yeah. since uh, Omega jumped up. So, we're talking so how long ago are we talking uh, about like there? That sounds really bad. Ago? Yeah. Other than that, it's been Hiramu. It's been, um, who else was floating around in there for a while? Kushida. Yeah. Desperado. Yeah. I mean, even Kushida being gone, he hasn't been around for however long he's been gone for. You're almost, what, five, six years at this point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have no interest in this. I still have no interest in this. Um, they brought, um, got his name slipping me, the, the, the Bullet Club guy that's in there. Uh, who, uh, um, what's that? Ishimori? Ishimori. Yeah, they brought him in as the Bone Soldier, who could not wrestle. He was a totally different human being in the fucking suit. And then he came back and was this guy. But, um, yeah, lackluster division, uh, lackluster roster. I mean, not that the guys can't aren't entertaining to watch, but how many times can you watch the same four guys fight for one belt? I mean, give, no, give me true. something new. Yeah. Hopefully it'll open up. We got message Super Juniors. Uh, also, Hiromo Takahashi. We'll talk about when we get closer. He's having a... Open Junior Tournament. It's going to be held at, uh, I believe, Cork and all. It's people from all over Japan, all over the world are going to be in it. Should be fun. We're not going to talk about it now, though. We'll talk when we get close to it. Any final thoughts on that, Brandon, on the shows? we got another show coming this week. Uh, I think overall encouraging, I would say. Yeah. Especially that Zack Sabre Jr. and Ishii match. I really like the Junior Tag match. That was a lot of fun. And um, Osprey's just on fucking fire right now. Osprey and Tai Chi was really, really good, especially if you get into it for the, uh, the crowd. The crowd was really fired up because it was his hometown. You know, there's this old there's this old thing that people used to say, "Go home, Tai Chi." When Tai Chi would wrestle, they turned it. Now that he's like kind of a babyface, because they can switch him. He's a complete tweener. 
when he was a babyface, they were saying, let's go, Tai Chi, which is kind of odd to hear in a New Japan show. It sounds like a WWE chant. It was pretty good. Yeah, I like that. That was that was a lot of fun. So this weekend, we got a New Japan new beginning in Osaka. This weekend, I'll go through the big matches. I'll skip the eight-man tag match featuring Tiger Mask. How about um singles match, Tai Chi Ishimori versus Manorwato? I'll get your thoughts when I'm all done, all right? Uh, singles match, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenta. This is a feud that's been going on for fucking two years since that ladder match. Six-man tag match. <laughs> this is Fuck pretty fun. Ladder. That ladder match. Kenta's still got the scar all over his back. It looks like somebody cut him with a razor blade. Six-man tag match. Uh, okay, so it's El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Ren Narita. Uh, they challenged. They beat House of Torture in a, like, opening match, and they challenged House of Torture for the six-man never title. And Evil said, no, we're not defending it. <laughs> you're not fighting us for this title. We're keeping it, and you're not. A de- and he still hasn't said yes, but it's the shit, the book, the match is booked for next weekend, but Evil is already, he keeps saying that he's not defending the title. Now, loser leaves Japan match, Jay White versus Hikaleo. We'll talk about that. Never open weight title match, Tomatong and El Fantasma. That's been pretty good. And IWGP World Heavyweight title match, Kazuchika Okada, the champ, defends against King of Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takage. Are we going to merge the King of Pro Wrestling with the championship? I don't know. Brandon, thoughts? On the whole card? Sure, just pick some stuff out. Um, yeah, I care less about the specific matches at this point and just kind of like seeing where the stories were going. Most of the time you were talking, I was thinking about Kenta, and I was like, man, how fucked up he got in that ladder match. It's oh like he disappeared. It's like years later, he still, <laughs> he's still, still trying mad to about it. become himself again. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. Uh, should be fun. Yeah, Chris? Yeah, Kenta Tanahashi, that's awesome storytelling. Oh, those two guys in the ring. So that'll be good. Um, you know, hopefully, <laughs> in my opinion, hopefully they do merge the IWGP and King of Pro Wrestling. So King of Pro Wrestling fucking disappears. Right. Um, other than that, nah, you know, I mean, I'm not really too interested. But like Brandon said, let's get some stories rolling and, and, and uh, get something interesting coming out. Loser leaves Japan match. Jay White versus Hikaleo. What are we thinking? Brandon? Yeah, <laughs> poor Hikuleo. Sounds like he's got something something else to do. Um, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, no he's, Jay White's losing. No, nah, he's going on excursion. The one so, thing I was going to say though was I I forgot until Chris mentioned it was that uh the or, or Jimmy the evil refusing to fight. There's so many places you could go with that. Like that's yeah. a great little caveat to throw into something. You could make that last a long time and keep it entertaining. He just started yelling no. He's like, yeah, fight. Minoru Suzuki's like, yeah, put up those titles at the next show. And he said, hmm, 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 no, no, I'm not doing it. And he just walked away. No. That was it. It was great. I love it. Such a simple thing. Like, I'm the champ. No, I'm not defending my title against you just because you demanded it. It's great. I love it. Yeah, drag that out. You know, have him agree to fight, but not for the title. Like, he'll fight, but not for the belts. Get a feel for what they're doing. He could disqualify himself so that the match doesn't count. Like you can really drag this out and make him be this we- the weaseliest of champs, where he holds the belt for, for the quite a long time without ever really looking impressive. <laughs> I've got fun. a I've got a, a really original idea. You ready for it? Okay. How about if he faces every single member, either hired or oh. members of a faction, through the course of the next six weeks? That sounds the old great, Mortal Kombat Tower storyline that gets reused at all uh, times. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. You know what we're leaning in on? AW. It's AW time. 
Brandon, AEW Bloomberg article. Uh, give us a little update on it because I couldn't get into it because I'm a fucking idiot with the internet. Go ahead. Yeah, there wasn't much to it. I, I was saying it, it looks like it could have been written at any point in the last two years. I'm not sure why it came out now. Um, Tony Khan, you know, is it seems to be like pretty openly addressed that a lot of people don't respect him very much. He's he uh, they note that he's refused to give up his title as the head of strategy for the Jacksonville Jaguars and for the soccer team, and he's running AEW, which kind of tells you about how much effort he's putting into a lot of these things. It seems like AEW still is his uh main priority for sure. Um, the only thing I was going to mention that I was surprised by, and this might not be new news, but that their TV contract with TNT is, is um, up at the end of 2023. He notes that the reason why they started AEW was he was like at some social event with a guy from TNT that was prepared to offer $200 million uh, to WWE to try to get, I think, SmackDown's rights through the end of 2023. They ended up getting AEW rights for... $175 million, so $25 million less for half the audience, if that. Maybe not versus SmackDown, but overall with the WWE audience. I can't imagine that guy, uh, his bosses are looking at that as a good deal for TNT. So I'm, I'm curious to see, considering how every business is worth less right now, what what um, AEW's next contract is going to look like, the pressure that's slowly going to be applied here to this roster and the product over the course of the year since they're yeah, moving through a contract year pretty quickly here with a flat audience. Chris, thoughts? It's interesting you say that because now it brings it into play. It really brings into play the uh, discovery purchase of TNT and TBS. Um. Because this is a series of networks, well, it's a company that owns a series of networks that is all based around the cheapest possible television that you can make, which is reality TV, right? One form or another, it's reality TV. It's, you know, extremely overweight women sitting in chairs fighting with one another. It's 90-day Turtle Man. It's... All these shows, and, you know, I complained about this before. I complain about it now. Watching TBS or TNT now with all these new ads for, you know, all these shows that they show, which I never knew existed. And now I'm like, what the fuck is going on Slap here? Fights. Well, that's a whole nother thing. That's going to go bye-bye, too. That's I, I, I don't think that's going to be on any network anytime soon. That'll be go right to uh, Fight Pass. Um but that being said, I could see them, you know, you're paying uh, an extraordinary, uh, extraordinarily large amount of money for a product that really hasn't grown over the past few years. If their discoveries uh, track record and what they spend money on is anything, has anything to show for what they're going to do, I would assume that uh, uh, AEW will probably no longer be on TV, TBS and TNT after the new year, after the contract's up. Because they're not going to put that money out and not get the results. Now, there was another thing that contradicts that that I found out the other day. And I think I already knew it. Um, but I heard an interview uh, on something completely different. We were talking about network or cable news. And as long as Comcast is paying these networks to be part of their bundle, some of that stuff doesn't fucking matter. Because right. they're still making the money. So I, I guess I'm contradicting what I just my prediction I just made. 
So, but I mean, like you look at these television shows that, or these television networks that really have no ratings whatsoever, but they're still on, they still run them. You still have them as part of your cable package. Uh, ESPN, which is a massive network has always worked on the basis of, it doesn't matter whether they like us or they don't like us, they still pay for us. And so, you know, that could also come into play too. And maybe if they just want to have that variety of television on there. So I guess it can go either way, but don't, I should say, just don't be surprised if Discovery just says, fuck it, we're done. I mean, they're at the reality TV. Nothing's more reality TV than pro wrestling, I think, right? But I, what I, I guess what I'm getting at is that I, I, you know, obviously I don't know the numbers and I don't know the inner workings of this stuff, but it seems to me that making 90 day to single life, or making whatever other shows. They got this weird show with these twins that are loaded with cosmetic surgery. That commercial pops up a lot. I don't know what I don't it's called. Any of these shows. Yeah. Well, I didn't until, cause you remember I watch, I DVR, uh, I DVR, um, uh, AW. AW, yeah, and sometimes that, you know, I'm doing stuff. I let the commercials run through. Uh, so I'm kind of like those in comparison to AW, uh, the production costs on a show like AW are through the roof. You're a live right. show every week. So those shows in comparison are a fraction of the price. And if we can fill that time, like TBS and TNT have always done, fill that time with products that we already have the rights to. So shoot Superman versus Batman a million times because it's Time Warner and you own all those DC movies. You can just show them over and over again. You don't have to pay for them. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they just say they're into reality TV, but this is reality TV that actually costs money to make because you have to pay a talent pool and all this stuff. So they're going to ask right. for a lot of money. I, I, I don't think it's I don't I, it might not be something that they want to do. OK, Brandon. Yeah, what they have in the like in their favor, regardless of the contract status, and I do think they'll work something out just because of this is that it's Richie Rich and it's his pockets and he can right he can sign a losing deal. He can sign something that it, he knows will will not make them profitable for four more years just because if they don't get that that they'll be dead and he can bleed it out. In the article they mention um that that his dad was like, well half of my money is going to be yours when I die anyway. If you want to start blowing some of it now, go ahead. <laughs> Which we talked we talked about that before too, right? Right. So I, I I mentioned um you know him not giving up his other jobs because it seems to be like a, a thing with him where he doesn't want to relinquish control or admit that he's not he's not doing something or can't do something which leads me to believe that this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, what it'll look like uh, is just going to be up to when Tony decides or his dad gets on him enough about hey this thing is losing X amount of money per year and. And uh, it's not numbers are good. positive. I think though, we're going to get interesting. From what we know, the numbers are positive so far. I I, I truly don't know. I have a hard right. time imagining that it's like as a touring brand. I really... think that they're positive this year. They made the first hundred mil. I think. Yeah, they have a hundred million dollars in revenue. It said that right. in the article. Now I, I don't know what what uh, how much of that goes out. Um, right. I, I truly have no fucking clue. So I don't even want to speculate. But right. I'm just going to imagine based off of where that they're at. I, I said 44 million of that comes from T, TBS or TNT. I'm just going to guess that that number is going to go well. down. Yeah. Yeah, or even if it stays the same, I guess that's kind of a loss for AEW. Even if they get the same deal. Right. If they're not offered more money, then it's it's considered a loss just based on inflation. Well, what do they present? Like, imagine you're you're showing this, right? This is X business, and 
you were two years in and your customer base hasn't grown at all and you're mm. you're asking for more money from somebody to right yeah to show it i don't i we can't know. imagine that yeah and we know what it is it's just under a million on wednesdays and around a quarter especially, of that especially considering like i said so this guy whoever it was this tnt exec was said i have i have 200 million dollars i'm trying to spend to get smacked down I can imagine that's a lot, going to drive a lot more revenue for TNT than I don't. Stop me if this is too boring, but it, this is going to drive a lot more revenue for uh, TNT than fucking AEW. So he they he got ten percent less. He or he he gave up ten percent less to get AEW. I can't imagine that that plays very well in the, the, the TNT headquarters. Right. Oh, I didn't I didn't buy the Jordans for. For two hundred, I got uh, the and one sneakers for right. one hundred seventy five. Right, right. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was what good. Did you buy? If you think about it. It's you know, SmackDown's doing better numbers than Raw does now. They're, they're they got two point five million people are tuning in every Friday night. Who the fuck is watching TV on Friday night? AW has a result right there. They get like three hundred thousand people on a fucking Friday night. I mean, they're on at a different time, but still. You know, it's, it's, right, but it's, it's a dead zone, and people will watch pro wrestling, I guess. 2.5 million of them will. Right, but they'll watch, you know, uh, the assumption, I mean, we don't, we know how wrestling fans tend to be, but the assumption is, and that's why it's on at 10 o'clock, is that you'll watch, you'll watch WWE, and then you're sitting there watching wrestling, and you'll flip the channel over to TNT or TBS, and you'll, whatever, it's on TNT. But they're not. But they're not. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, I mean, you look at something like TNT, to, to Brandon's point before, TNT looks to put out, what, $200 million for to get a, a SmackDown product. The odds of people that watch SmackDown, I would assume, and I think it's a pretty safe assumption, that the odds that people who watch SmackDown will also watch the NHL and the NBA, whereas people who watch AEW probably aren't. Maybe not as much. Or as much is what I mean. Like you have more of a chance of that crossover appeal to your other live sports, for lack of a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. Right. You no. Know? And 1.5 million or on a Friday night might be worth 3 million on a Wednesday night because right. so many less people are watching TV. Now, like Chris said, the advertisers pay the same over a sh- shorter time frame. Over the course of years, I would imagine it's going to start to cost them. So right. we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'm not paying to watch AEW. Here's my the, the behind the scenes business analysis of it. Oh, good. I love it. I love it, man. It's my favorite thing. AEW Dynamite. Live from Dayton, Ohio. My throat is. Sorry about that. Frog just got in my throat. Uh, John Moxley defeats oh, Adam Page. Just kidding to you. Yeah, that's what it was. Sucking myself off. I didn't swallow properly. <laughs> John Moxley defeats Adam Page. Like, curling over. Brandon thoughts. And just getting ahead. Oh, 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 oh. Hell yeah! I wish. I keep ah. laughing about Jimmy like he was mentioned at the bus stop, just pull, pulling off right the last second when he's about to bust, and he just shoots it onto the street. And just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a great start to the show. I thought honestly, I was I like, so too. Um, you know, Mox is always fun. He's bleeding ten minutes into the, the the TV episode, and you're like, okay, I'm in. I can watch the rest of this now. I do. Yeah. I always I always talk about this. It's like, that first match is crucial for me because most of the time I don't feel like watching it, but I can be won over. And you know, just due to our proclivities on this show and people that listen know, 
if it started with the elite, we're immediately tuning out. Yeah, it's like, like oh, we zone yeah. out. Like, oh god, here we go. But when Mox is out there, you're like, fuck yeah, let's fucking go, Christoph. I mean, that's the move, right? That's the WCW move. Started hot, get you watching. They've been doing that since the beginning. Good move, good stuff. I mean, I could do it without watching Hangman. You know what I mean? I mean, he's these things aren't good. really going anywhere. What's that? He's not very good. I mean, it's just like it, it's not. And I've said this, uh, you know. I mean, so many times. You know how I am with wrestling. If you listen to the podcast, you guys know I've said this so many times. I don't give a shit if you're good. Be entertaining. I don't care if you're good. Don't be a dud. He's too white meat, daddy, baby He's face. He's just a me. dud. White meat, baby face, and I don't like it. You know. Yeah, that's what. Sorry, that's what I meant by good. I'm just like I'm not. It's. it's I'm not getting anywhere. It's three years of this. It's. it's he's very representative. Of the last conversation I we just had about AEW as a whole. Mm-hmm. There he is. Um, I'm gonna skip that. Uh, singles match: Kanosuke Takeshita defeats Brian Cage. Uh, this ties into the next match where we get Brian Danielson defeats Timothy Thatcher. Uh, the referee gets knocked out. MJF comes down with the ring. And he's like, oh, you, you're done for now. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. He's going to hit Brian Danson, and Takeshita comes out of nowhere, and AW sweats and starts attacking uh, MJF. It's pretty damn good little segments here, these two. Go ahead. Brandon. Yeah, same beats with um, Brian Cage and Takeshita that we've talked about. Him with the Mohawks is a tough look. It reminds me of, like, when I get bored of myself and grow a, a mustache out. And start curling the ends or something because I've just stared at myself in the mirror for too long in my basement. Hey, you, just, you just described just like, me in, in December. Yeah, it's just like, ugh, doesn't look good, the fucking Mohawk. But the catch is entertaining as always. Um, you, you hit the big spot of the, the, uh, second match. One thing I was going to mention that, uh, AEW usually doesn't do that I appreciate here that WWE's really good at is that they set up Timothy Thatcher as an interesting opponent. In a short period of time, which they almost never do. It's usually the, who the fuck is this? And, oh, you should have known because you're a wrestling nerd. Chris, okay. Yeah, so they painted Timothy. I like the way they painted Timothy Thatcher in this one. Uh, I'm with you on, I mean, I guess I was the one that brought that up with Brian Cage and his clean-shaven, weird head. Uh, Brian Cage, but in my opinion, Brian Cage, and once again, that that dude, in my opinion, is he's the king of mailing it in. And this one was another one where he mailed in. I, I'm just saying it again. He just mails it in again. Opportunity to be awesome. And he's just like, yeah, I got a job. I'm going to do as little as possible. Um, and then complain that I don't get a push probably. Like in five years, like, well, this is how I was treated. I should have been champion. It wouldn't let me. Yeah. Well, there's like the most, two people in the ring here, and the match was okay. But right. Takeshita looked like a million bucks, and Brian right. Cage looked like just the dude. Yeah. But Not Brian Cage Brian should Cage. just look like a dude. Not yeah, That dude looked like just a dude. Right. Fucking walking fucking steroid, which hopefully if I win five fifty thousand dollars I'll be. Um but anyway, I uh they did a great job of painting Timothy Thatcher as this guy who is just like, yo, I'm just I wanna travel the world looking for people to fight. And right? and, and like an assassin. Yeah, like there's like a there's Living a claimer. There's an old Billy Robinson video where this guy's talking about Billy Robinson from when he was, you know, actually when he, before he was a professional wrestler, when he was just a catch wrestler. And he's saying that, you know, he was like an old gunfighter. And if he saw that, he heard that there was this wrestler who was, you know, this fantastic wrestler in China. He was beating everybody up. He's, he would fly to China just to, just to wrestle him. 
didn't matter if you won or lost. I, I, I just want to go out looking for, for wrestling matches, right? That's a realistic thing. I want to go out there and fight whoever the best guys are out there. And Timothy Thatcher, man, is just so good at doing that. And he did what he did in WWE, which is that, like, I look like I'm breaking the rules all the time, but I never am. Everything I do is by the book in the rules. I don't, I push it, but I don't break them. At one point, he's got Danielson in the corner and he, and he, and he stands, he, he lords over him and then he just grabs wrist control and pulls him back up. You know what I mean? There's never this ultimate heel. I'm cheating every time the ref turns around. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. No, he's as clean as they come and he's just nasty as fuck. And I love that about that guy's character. I forgot about it from when he was, you know, wrestling Tommaso Ciampa and whatever that cage was. It was had some name. Death Ring! I'm going to wrestle you in Death Ring. Thunderdome, Schmunderdome, whatever it was called. But no, this was good. And, uh, you know, once again, MJF gets what he deserves. Uh, He's so dastardly. It's him and Takeshita next week. I think it's next week. Him and Takeshita. I'll I'll find the the card for next week. I already forgot. (laughs) But, um... Yeah. Uh, Brandy, final thoughts on that? None. Okay. Um, Jade Cargill defeats Red Velvet for her 50th win. She's 50, you know. There you go. TNT title match. No holds barred. <laughs> Samoa Joe defeats Darby Allen. This match fucking roll. Brandy, thoughts? Yeah, I agree. This was fucking awesome. Um, Darby Allen definitely growing on me as of late, kind of out of, out of nowhere. Um, he kind of went away, and I think that that's something that we always talk about. Like, these people can go away, and then when they come back, have something interesting for them to do. Uh, Samoa Joe still working, I guess. One of my favorite Samoa Joe matches in recent memory. Um, as soon as he started taking the ring apart, you kind of knew where this was going to go. But, uh, again, one of those ones that reminds me of, like, why the fuck doesn't this shit happen when we go? Dude. Thumbtack sweatshirt. The thumbtack hoodie. Let's Amazing. Go. Arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, what do you got? Car Crash Man versus the Ultimate Ass Kicking Machine. You got exactly what you thought you would get, right? These two match up perfectly, right? You have a guy that just, a guy that takes punishment even when he's giving it, and a guy that just dishes it the fuck out as well as Samoa Joe does. I mean, these guys, I, I, I think we should walk away from this for a while and not run this into the ground. And then yeah, come back and revisit it. I don't know what they're doing with Darb coming out of this. Yeah, but um, definitely, I think they should definitely now kill this. Well, that's part. That was part of the stipulations. Oh, was it? Okay. Samoa Joe uh, wanted another match, but after this match, he never wants to face Darby Allen again. There you go. And that's <laughs> that's what he got. So I guess we're moving away from it. I'm into it. I think you kind of have to respect what Darby Allen's doing in there. If you're Tony Khan and just be like, this doesn't need to happen often. Right. Yeah. But then they're like money. <laughs> I have my money. Do it again. Sorry about that. <laughs> Did you hear that? No, what was it? Annie. No, I'm trying to find the, uh, AW card for this week. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ads and shit. It crashes my fucking. 
laptop. I, I'm back in on Last of Us, by the way. The oh, you are? Uh, I agree, did not so I watch the last one, up. so let's uh, zoop. We'll talk yeah, about I haven't watched any of them. It's good. <coughs> it's yeah, good. We just haven't had time. Super Bowls and championship games. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. A little fart shit machine running around my house. And yeah, I can Super imagine. Bowl. I have been watching uh, Andor. And, okay. uh, you know, Jim recommended Andor to me, and I didn't realize until after the last mess- episode I watched that it was a lot of, what are you talking about? I don't know. That's why I kept saying you would love it. I told you you would love it. It's fucking great. I mean, I, I had a feeling I would. I know you I like, more than those people that say, you need to watch this. Oh, you, this was right up your alley. I yeah. told you it was political drama, more political yeah. drama than anything else. Yeah. That's what it was. Great. I, I'm on Mothma. I'm done. I'm like seven episodes or six episodes in. I'm yeah. almost done. I'm going to watch another one as soon as we get done here. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to try to, after we're done banging this out, I'm probably going to go downstairs and watch The Last of Us. Maybe Excellent show. Highly recommend. If you're done banging dick in your so, own mouth. Suck on my own cock. <laughs> mouth. Before I go downstairs, i got to suck on my own cock. Okay, so my this is on Dynamite. Tomorrow, Dynamite. It was a party trick. Hey, hey everybody, everybody gather around. Gather around. I'm, gonna gonna this. My own, I'm gotta, a grown man. going to get naked and stick my own dick in my mouth. Mouth, <laughs> mouth, mouth, See mouth. my furry butthole? That's a specific kind of party. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys, gather around. Put your keys in a bowl. Everybody pick one. That's your partner tonight. Watch uh, my own dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> AW Dynamite this week, tomorrow, El Paso, Texas. Home of El Paso. AW World Trios title match. The Elite versus Top Flight. And AR Fox. AR Fox is really good. Uh, AW World Tag Team title match. Uh, the Acclaimed are in a match with the Guns because uh, uh, oh, yeah, Mr. Gun, Dad Gun, was like, oh, I'm sick of tired of you guys fighting. Now you have to face each other. Good. Uh, AW World win. title match. Eliminator. Well, this is an Eliminator. If, if they win, they get a title shot. I fucking hate this That's sti- uh, stipulation, by the way. The Bunny is facing Jamie Hayter. Bunny's losing. AW World title eliminator match. MJF against Konosuke Takeshita. I think Takeshita's winning this. We're getting MJF versus Takeshita. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, it wasn't just because they were sick and tired of fighting each other. Uh, as the the ass man was walking away, his son's confronted oh, him about his, his pill uh, habit. Good shit. And, yeah, classic uh, wrestling logic, like... Not, ah, oh, fuck, I, you're right, I did uh, ruin your childhood with my pill addiction. He sprints back into the ring and gets in their face. And it's like, what it's the like, fuck did you just say to me? He's a toxic piece of shit. He's blaming I didn't his ruin any problems. You don't understand, I was on the road, man, and I was working so hard for you. I needed your drugs. Bro, let me explain something to you from a druggie. That's what you do. Explain you it. blame everybody else. Everybody else is fucked. Yeah, you kids didn't I, need so much food. I mean, trust me, I get it. I've, I've seen it in my own personal life. But watching right, a sixty-year-old right. man uh, fail to confront his most basic of problems to this Love day it. is like most realistic uh, thing they did on that show. Yeah, it's your also, fault. Also, also, I believe that this is one big massive setup for him to turn back with his kids. And yeah, yeah, of course, one hundred percent. I go like, yeah, you motherfucker, I never did any pills, bitch. Woo. Can I just add that the yes. to Jim's point that the uh, el- cock. the only <laughs> the el- the eliminator match is quite possibly the so worst. Stupid. It's the worst 
thing in professional wrestling over the last like 10 years this you thing has the really champ. come into play so now you have to beat the champ again it's fucking stupid why would you agree to the first match be like no nah, i'm not fighting this match it's got to be for the title why do i have to do it twice what makes me any different than fucking hangman page i've earned this right right stupid. it's it's fucking it's it's bad booking it's lazy as fuck they don't know what the fuck to do and they it's don't know how to tell and that's they do that's how it works you know, yeah but it was laziest it became a wrestling yeah. show. This wasn't a thing that was always around. No. There was number one contender matches. Yeah, sure. Right? It was usually against two people that were involved in it. You didn't face the champ. The champ yeah. might be at ringside going, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. would get involved for the person that he thought could he would lose to. The easiest, would, yeah, the easiest yeah. option is what you wanted. Right? And especially when you – why do they have an AW – look, if you want to do that in WWE – Nothing they do makes sense. Right. Okay, so, like, if you want to try to tell me that this is something that you guys do, fine, because nothing they do makes any fucking sense. You have interjected from the beginning with this statement of we want to add a little bit of realism to it. We're going to count wins and losses. Why? Because if I have the best record, I shouldn't have to fight this guy twice. If I have the best fucking record and we make the best mo this match between us will make the company the most money in, in like lack of a better way to put it, kayfabe terms, right? Then you fight that guy. That's the match that everybody wants to see. You're the best record. This guy has the championship. There is no thing that gets me that next. All the work you did before that to get to that point is the work that got you that match. You don't have to do another step. And then it's fucking reruns again, which I bitch and moan about constantly. You want this exciting match? We're going to give it to you once, and then we may give it to you twice. What the fuck? This is... Okay, so they haven't. When's the last time they updated the rankings? Is this real? August thirty first is the last time they updated the rankings. They just gave up on the rankings. Yeah, they got rid of that. I did. I had no idea because I I clicked on it and the, the number one contender was Sam Punk. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> is he still the number one contender? Hey, maybe he is. All right. So it doesn't matter. Right? I guess records don't matter anymore. It also removes, which not that this angle would have gotten that, but one of the best parts about pro wrestling is that excitement of seeing the two people finally face in the ring for something that matters. You guys will have to talk when I'm drinking a giant glass of water. Um, yeah, it kind of uh, it, it kills it kills the uh, the the build to that the rarity of two people facing off. You get the situation. We'll talk about it next week. We're going to talk about um stardom next week. Their pay per view, which was very good. But uh, uh, uh Tom Nakano and and uh, uh what's her name? Um, Mayu Iwatani have have faced twice since last year. They never face each other. So at a point in the match, they face each other, and the whole crowd goes nuts because it's been so fucking long that they faced each other. And it's like, oh shit, they're going to beat the piss out of each other. And they do not disappoint. But we'll talk about it. But okay. yeah, as you said, that does it kills that feeling, that specialness of a matchup, the build to it where it finally has happened, where Julia finally faces off against fucking Siri. You're like, holy shit, this is a big deal. All right, singles match. Uh, Brian Dan, this is, I think it's the last of his <laughs> his his gauntlet. <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson versus Roosh. So Roosh got paid a <laughs> giant. Suitcase of dinero, 
And listen, I like Rouge. I think Rouge is good. He's a good fucking worker. He's fun. And I'm a big fan of the Spanish wrestlers speaking Spanish. They got to speak Spanish. It's fucking fantastic. But, uh, you know, here we go again. We were talking about it. You got to work through the gauntlet. And they're also setting up. Ricky Starks has to face the entire Jericho Appreciation Society to face Jericho. Why wouldn't Ricky Starks just say, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm moving on to another person. This doesn't make any sense for me. I'm sorry. Brandon. Yeah, I agree. They they cut that uh, promo where MJF is in the back confronting Rouge and trying to pay him. Like, do we just fucking did this shit with Andrade? This is just how are we already on reruns? Chris, let's talk about because Brandon didn't bring up Ricky Stonks. Ricky Stonks. Yeah, Ricky Starks. Stonks. Ricky Starks. His goal is to win a championship. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fight four dudes to wrestle a dude that I don't like, but he doesn't have a championship. Right. So I'm going to let my guy's supposed to be slick. I'm going to let my personal feelings dictate the fact that I'm going to go wrestle all the like you, you said it perfectly. You have to wrestle everybody, and then maybe I'll give you a shot. Nah, I think I'm going to go this way. I'll see you later. If you really want to wrestle me, just face me. Or just be be a nuisance. I'll, Every time I'll, Jericho's in the ring, be at ringside, harass him. Yeah, harass the shit out of him. I'll, uh, go, I'll go into my personal life. Right. I have to throw a guy out of the bar. You wanted to step out, so fuck, talk to you outside. Nah, you can go out there. I'm going to stay in here. We saw what, <laughs> we've seen it twice this month in New Japan. Evil's nah. like, nah, I'm not facing you. You're not, nah. you're not getting my title shot. No, I don't like nah. you. You're not allowed to. Nope. Okada, uh, uh, Kaito KMA is like, kicks him in the face. It's like, you want to fight me? You got to fight me. Fight me next mo- month. You got to fight me in this match. That fucking Noah show is happening. The one with Mudo is happening like two weeks. Okada still won't fight him. He said, no, I'm not doing it. You haven't earned it. I'm the hey, IWGP you. champion. Fuck you. You don't get me. You think kicking me in the face? I've had worse happen. You can't face me. There you go. That's how um, it should be done. Yeah, you're the champion. I don't go. You, I don't go down to you. You have to make your way to me. That's yep. how this works. I am yep. on the top. Everybody else is below me. I don't go down because somebody said something I didn't like. Right? Because whatever verbal argument you could have with another human being, whether it be in the real world or in the wrestling world, right? It's like. In the wrestling world, it's, I have the belt. Whatever you have to say, I've won the argument before it even started. I'm the champion. So whatever you have to say, keep running your fucking mouth. I'm going to go move on and do bigger and better shit. You're nothing to me. There you go. Brandon, final thoughts? Yeah, I think that's the first thing that I would probably do if I ever worked for one of these companies is just like, once we write the script, why don't we go sit through for 15 minutes and say, does everything that everybody's doing actually make sense? Makes sense. Like, makes sense in the real world. Sense. Yeah. And sometimes things don't make sense. And, but if they make don't make sense, it should be because of something happened that was out of your control. There has to be like an impetus for this thing that happened. Right. right. Not, not, you know, even if you're a wrestler and you want to got to beat somebody up. And I got to fight in the my honor of fighting. Come on, give me yeah. a break. Even if it's just, you know, my fucking temper got to, like, say you wrestle a guy and then that big, that guy 
the bad guy baits you in the wrestling and he beats you. And then in the fucking interview, you say they do this kind of shit in New Japan all the time. They don't do this, but they they discuss these things on a personal level. And they say, you know, my fucking temper got to me and mm-hmm. I did something I shouldn't have fucking done, which was even step into the ring with that guy. I wasn't ready. Right. Oh, Goating. OK. So what you're saying is, is now you've put something on television in a world that is completely fabricated and nothing really makes sense. You put something on TV and not because it's let's, you know, let's just say, what do you think? 80, 90 percent of their audience are men. Right. 90 percent, 99 percent of that 90 percent are going to go, holy shit, I do that all the time. I let my fucking ego and my fucking attitude get me into positions I shouldn't fucking be in. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. I can relate to this. I think I'll continue to watch it and tell all my friends how cool it is. Yeah. And then maybe you'll get one million and one viewer the <laughs> following fucking week. Sorry, I keep coughing. Um, okay. Uh, let's move on. So uh, next week we got Stardom Supreme Fight pay-per-view. I already watched it. I bought the shit after I already said live on here that I was not going to buy it. Broke down and I bought it. And I watched that shit. And it was really good. There's some impetus for that, though, because Jimmy's mentally weak and he loves stardom. I do. He can afford it. That's true. I'm not like, it's my kid's fault. That's why I got it. I am mentally weak. Um, yeah, they named. You just wanted to do it. That didn't make you weak. It just was was really interesting. And you had the money in. You said, this will make me happy without harming anyone. It did. That doesn't make you weak. It did make me weak. Makes you a sucker, but it don't make you weak, Jim. My bone bag was all boned up. I was weak. I was sucking myself off. I can't watch it. I I spent 30 bucks for this pay per view and all I was doing was sucking my own cock. The the bone, he had his bone bag in his lap. (laughs) Yes, I am. I am weak. He just wanted to suck. He had his bone bag. He had his bone in his bag, and it poked its way through. He was just like, "Oh, I love Stardom. I love Stardom. I love." <laughs> oh, and it's always just mm, yeah, little, nibbling, nibbling, nibbling at the hole. Little edge, little edge, edging my edge. Edging. Mm. I mean, is there anything that'll make you happy that doesn't harm anyone else, like autofellatio? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't hurt nobody else. I fucking hate to it. To Chris's point, I fucking hate it so much. I hate the thought of it. Look, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I just say I just would. hate it. I, I just hate myself afterwards. R.I.P. Randy Popo. Auto Buying a flashlight every time you use it, feel a little worse about yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, I had one. It was awful. Um, yeah, I threw it out. Uh, uh yeah. So we got Cinderella tournament gets announced. They say who's going to be in it. Uh, we got the Supreme Fight pay per view. We'll watch that. We also have New Japan and Osaka. We'll watch that card too. Yes. So good. Sounds like a lot of work, but we'll watch it. <laughs> so much work. No, nah, I mean, at least we won't be disappointed. In the, you're getting Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenta. That's going to be fucking That awesome. I will watch. Oh, yeah. And then maybe we'll watch, maybe we'll talk about AEW. Sound good? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's lighten our load a little bit. Let's pick and choose what we watch, because I don't want to have to go into, like, today I w- went into watching AEW, which I wasn't disappointed in. I thought AEW was very good this week, but I... You know, six o'clock. We start. We start recording at seven thirty. At six o'clock, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to watch this. Zipping through shit. Oh god, zipping. Now, were you enter- did, Was it good because you were entertained by the talent and the matches that you saw, or was it good because the story was fucking riveting? A little bit of both. Okay. I like some of the stories. Right. I like what's going. I like what's going on with anytime Darby Allen's involved in something. Yeah, well, that's that's been. I don't think he's been in anything bad since we started watching this. Nope. He's been right. attached to Sting for a while. 
all the all the accusations about him being a bad boyfriend have been proven wrong. Darby Allen's on the pedestal for me now. I love yeah. him. I think Thank we you. started this podcast pretty much started it with Darby Allen and Sting versus Taz's crew yep. in the warehouse. And it was one of the, it's still one of their, my favorite matches that they ever did. Yeah. You know, I will years, say years into it. at the end of the year, I'm keeping track of it. I really like this fucking hardcore match between Samoa Joe and Darby Allen. I'll put it on my list. There's a couple of matches on the startup show too, that might end up on my list too. They were really fucking good. And we'll talk about them next week. So thanks for joining us this weekend. Join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe, follow, tell your friends. For Brandon and Chris, I am Jim, and next week we will be Super Bowl champion Eagles, won't we, Brandon? I, I believe it. I believe it too, Chris. Will we be Super Bowl champs? I think it's going to be a fucking steamroll. I also, again, yeah, right. I think what's the name still hurt too, quarterback for them. Oh, uh, I think they're going to like. To, gonna can we talk a little alive. football? Let's talk a little football. Let's do it real quick. quick. Yeah. I um I don't I don't think. That, uh, I think that the Eagles, this is, I think that in my opinion, this is the best Philadelphia Eagles team I've ever fucking seen all around. I don't think that there's really a hole in their entire fucking team right now. I mean, there are some parts are better than others, but none of them are bad. I don't think that any defensive line in the AFC is anything close to the fucking Eagles and that fucking savage Hassan Reddick. He's a fucking animal. I can watch that dude all fucking day long. He's a fucking machine. And I really think that they don't know what the fuck is going to hit them. I mean, I, I honestly do. I think you're looking at a Chiefs team, which is just the same, same as the San Francisco team that they played two weeks ago. I think it's a team that plays six games a year against dog shit. And I don't think that the AFC is that strong. And I think that, you know, they are, I mean, one thing, Obviously, they're, they're, this is not what caused them to go to the Super Bowl. There was a fucking horrible fucking penalty at the end. That was a penalty. I'm not saying it wasn't. That un, that roughing the passer, the unsportsmanlike contact or unsportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty against the Bengals at the end of that fucking game that gave them 15 yards and they went to the Super Bowl. They did not really handle the Bengals, and I don't think the Bengals are better than the Eagles. I really honestly, in my heart, I like, dude, I was saying that I thought the Eagles were going to beat the Patriots. I had no fucking clue, and I was scared to death. I do not fucking see it. I think that that defense is so solid, and their offense is insane, and if they actually decide that they're going to switch it up, because they do run the ball when it works. If they run the ball on the fucking Chiefs, they're going to eat up that fucking clock, and they're going to destroy them. I don't... I. I think they're going to put up 30 points, and I don't think the fucking Chiefs are really going to be. I think it's going to be. It's going to look on paper like it was much closer, but I think the Chiefs are going to have a really fucking hard time. Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I you got me fired up. I think <laughs> I got fired. Yeah, I I think I said it on the last one, but 16 out of 22 starters, Pro Bowlers, or, or should have been like unheard of, just loaded all around. Both both from the lines out. The the lines are really obvious. Obviously, what matters the most in football It's probably the best offensive line that I've ever seen. I wasn't watching the '90s Cowboys or uh, some of those older Steelers or Niners teams, mm. but I don't. I think you're in a spot where your quarterback doesn't have to do too much, and they haven't had. They haven't been doing too much, and all the stars kind of aligned where uh, everybody's fucking healthy, which we, you never see that going to the Super Bowl. They had the advantage last week of that 49ers defense, who's probably the best unit 
outside of the Eagles in the NFL, they basically just got to practice against them for three quarters. So those guys are flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we slowly figured out how to run on them and break them. This Chiefs defense is nothing like that. And uh, I don't think you've really seen a full Eagles offense in the playoffs. Uh, as close as, as non-competitive as these games have been, they haven't really been running hurts. Like you can really burn the ships in this game if you have to, which I don't even know yeah. that you will there. But uh, there's a lot more to to be. They haven't used AJ Brown. Like there's a lot of weapons that are kind of still sitting there that they haven't used. I think I agree with you. Where uh, no knock to the Chiefs, it's just that classic matchup of you have a fifty million dollar quarterback that takes up a quarter of your whole team's payroll. They have two rookie cornerbacks on the outside versus a team that's quarterbacks getting paid $1 million and the rest of the squad is just absolutely loaded. So yeah. I, I think you're going to boat race them. It should be fun. Um, and uh, don't send us hate mail if you uh, if they lose. And can I, can I uh, just add to what you said? I think that nobody's real. I haven't really heard anybody point this out. Um, you know, they played the San Francisco 49ers, uh, uh, one of the best defensive lines in professional football. Uh what, last week, two weeks ago. How many fucking points did they put up on him? And that has nothing to do with Brock Purdy getting hurt. By the no, end of the game, they just fucking dissected them. You know? Yeah, they over. broke them down. They, they broke, them, broke down. them down. And it, 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 look, it doesn't help that the fucking Niners were going fucking two and out, or uh, two and out. Fucking, it looked like two and out. They were going three and out. They weren't even throwing the fucking ball. I mean, I understand that. I get it, man. I really get it. Their defense was on the field. But when given the opportunity, they took that fucking defense apart. Mm-hmm. They took the Giants apart. You know what I mean? And it, it wasn't easy. Everybody the Eagles apart. did not have an easy time pulling them apart at first. No, but they once were, they once they started picking them off, it was that was it. Yeah, I'm a big. I, fan. I watch. Some I'm like, a big fan of three straight fucking quarterback sneaks. Huge fan. I love. Yeah, it. I've always it's been a fan, I, and I know that you've always been a fan too, Jim. Is like if a pl- play works, run it again. Just keep doing. Keep it. running keep it until fuck it, it stops right fucking until working. Stop yeah. That was one of the most disrespectful things I ever saw. I think it was their last touchdown in that game where they were two yards from the goal line. And they just went with that QB sneak and just mm-hmm. like, now nah, we're backing you guys the fuck up as far as we need to into the end. So, yep. It's like, that's just classic shit. Um, good shit. But yeah, I watched some, just a little bit more about it. I watched the, uh, like some breakdown, some people that are smarter than me talking about it where the 49ers run all these complex schemes, pulling guys safety's up for different stuff and you could see the eagles adjust to it and start manipulating these these tendencies that they had over time so it wasn't just that the guys were getting tired it was like okay you saw the the fastest team in the league running some really complex shit and we're able to adapt and figure it out in real time so i feel really confident about it man it's going to be fun and how smart was it you know just to comment back on that 49ers game how smart was it when the receiver caught the i don't remember who it was caught the ball on the uh uh, the sideline Real quick, ran over, snapped it before they even got it. Because the 49ers are standing there like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Should we, he gave should we the old challenge challenge the challenge him? Don't even give him a chance. Get on so the ball now. It's official. doesn't and, matter. And, by the way, people act like these two quarterbacks tripped on the way into the stadium and got hurt. Like, when's the last time you saw an NFL team win by TKO? Like, they just broke right. the other team. Yeah, Right. It doesn't happen that often. They yeah. destroyed them. Good shit. Go Birds. See you next week. 